0: I'm Kristen Hetzel, vacation planner, world traveler, Disney foodie, and theme park fan.
1: I'm Al John Go. I'm the husband who's also Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel Comics fan. And together, we host a Disney List podcast.
0: Every week you'll hear us list our favorite things about Disney theme parks, films, shows, travel, Marvel, and Star Wars in a top ten list, rankings, and more.
1: That's an impressive list. Subscribe to the Disney List Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. You can even stream us on Sorcer Radio at srsounds.com and check out our live shows on Facebook. The Disney List Podcast. Visit thedisneylist.com. From the Gator Framework Studio in Music City, it's the Dining at Disney Podcast. thing about me And bring these folks together all walks of life. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney podcast with your hosts, Kristen Hetzel, Bubba Alvarez, and Kat Arcori.
0: Welcome to the Dining at Disney podcast. I'm Kristen and joining me is Kat. And my complete random thought for today is, I don't know why, but I absolutely love Linguini's quote there. Let's do this thing. That's, I don't know why. It's just one of my favorites.
1: From your favorite movie, Ratatouille. It
0: is. I love Ratatouille. I have not seen it as many times as I've seen Beauty and the Beast, but I do love it. Uh, For those of you new to the show, we drop two podcasts a week, typically on Thursdays and Saturdays. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and click the notification bell so you know when we share new content. Kat, do you want to tell everybody what we are talking about today?
2: Today, we're going to talk about my trip last week. My very, very... Drama ridden trip to uh, Walt Disney World last oh week. Oh no! Well, in particular, we're talking
0: Space Two Twenty. Yes. Um, so, do you want to tell us any
2: drama? Uh, they had to come and like take the door off of our cabinet for a Wilderness. The dog got stuck inside. The lock completely disengaged from the whole system, and we oh. could they couldn't get it open. They had to send like four engineers. The guy who's in charge of secure. It was nuts. It was completely insane. And it was I like have... 10 o'clock at night. <gasps> oh, no. It was no. complete insanity. It was like Murphy's. It was Murphy's Law. Comedy bears. Wow. My dog probably has post-traumatic stress syndrome now, but it was a whole time. But my trip to Space 220 was not drama filled. It was relaxing and mostly delicious. Oh, good. Okay. Yes.
0: So let's start off with... As you arrive, since this is such a new restaurant and so many people yes. have not had the ability to experience it, let's just yes. start from the moment you get there.
2: Yes. So mom lucked out and got a late reservation uh, for my dad's birthday, which was super fun. And we got there. Neither one of them remembered that mission space was a thing. Um, <laughs> so when we got there, they were like, where did this building come from? And has it always been here? And Also, what is it? Uh, So that was just a great start to the evening to begin with. But we got there and we checked in. Everyone was super nice. Um, There is a gentleman. Well, there was a gentleman for us at the bottom of the ramp leading up uh, to direct people where to go, telling them that if they didn't have reservations, they basically couldn't go in there, whatever, Um, directed us to the check-in desk who directed us into the actual building itself. And... Let me tell you, the theming of this lobby was impeccable. Wow. It was like stepping onto the Starship Enterprise. It was really, really lovely. Lots of uh, blue-toned lights and uh, clean, clean lines, circular desks that reminded me a little bit of Ron Swanson on uh, Parks and Rec, if anyone's familiar, where he just spins around in a circle to avoid people talking to him. It's what it reminded me <laughs> of a little bit. But it was Gorgeous, uh, and then uh, hostess took us onto the uh, elevator, and I don't know if anyone's watched the video of the elevator, but it basically simulates you going from Epcot to 220 miles above the surface of the Earth to a space station where the restaurant is located. Uh, the experience of riding the elevator is very interesting if you get vertigo it's a little unsettling but the theming is really really lovely and you you can see looking down and looking up which i thought was really interesting wow so you see where you're coming from but you can also see where you're going so it actually feels like there's real motion which is really cool um i'm not sure if it's actually going anywhere but it you know vibrates and it rumbles and it was really cool I liked it I thought it was very enjoyable um, then once you get there you walk in through this tunnel that has one of the only pieces of practical set design in the building and it's a rotating like space garden so huh. it's basically like cabbages that rotate in a tunnel That's so weird but I thought it was the coolest I thought it was the coolest part of the whole thing I really did. I thought it was so interesting to look at. I was very impressed by it. It was wonderful. <laughs> um, we sat close to the window, window, um, which is really a screen. So out, out outside of the window, you are looking at the surface of Earth and whatever is going on in the like space area yeah. outside of there. So there's like, floating people and spaceships and satellites and things. Um, I didn't love that portion of it. I thought it was a little cheesy, but we were sitting next to a table of like four or five kids and they were gaga over the whole thing. So, uh, definitely successful for them, which I appreciated. Um, my favorite part of the whole thing was that we went at like six thirty, So it was like, right as the sun was setting. And as the sun is setting outside, it actually sets in the animation as well. Oh, that's cool. Which I thought was really interesting. Um, so when we went in, you could like see the planet and then as the sun set outside, the like lights on the planet came up, which was really cool. So you could like see all the city lights or whatever. Yeah. Which I really enjoyed. Um, I could see that is is, echoey. It's weird. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they kind of are pointing it towards like a fine dining experience, which it is, but it's very loud in there. It's very echoey. Um, it reminded me of... The, like, ballroom, dining room at Be Our Guest, which is also very echoey. Mm-hmm. So, like, anytime somebody touches a fork to a plate, you hear it in the entire space.
1: Too many reflective um, sound areas. Yeah, too many panels. All,
2: it's all glass in there. It's all glass. That's, that's, what, that's
1: what'll that's what happen. Not enough carpet yeah. and too much glass. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 But uh, I don't think it took away from anything. And the kids seemed like they were having a great time.
0: So, that's what I was going to say. It seems like having the stuff go on outside your windows uh, definitely can keep children entertained. And, oh, yeah. you know, that's, that's always a good thing when you're dining out. And especially yeah, a definitely. restaurant like that, because it's going to take a little bit longer than, you know, some of the other restaurants. And keeping kids entertained can... uh can be a make, make or break situation for parents yeah. as well as guests sitting nearby. So
2: definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely, definitely. So Space 220 is a pre menu. $80 a person basically includes one appetizer, one entree, and one dessert per person for adults. Um, I was there with my mom and my dad. So we each ordered three different things nice because why go if you're not going to try everything oh yeah um we started out with liftoffs is there is there uh appetizers we had the big bang Barata, the neptuna tartar and the space greens i'm
1: al john go podcaster and producer of the disney list skull rock podcast and dining at disney When you're creating content, podcast, webcasting, live streaming, or wanting to step up your video conference calls, you need quality gear and accessories. That's why I use Gator Frameworks in my studio. From professional broadcast boom arms and microphone stands, studio monitor speaker stands, ring light kits, headphone holders, elite furniture studio desks, and acoustic wall treatments, Gator Frameworks has you covered. Gator is the leading brand of cases, stands, and support system solutions for music, pro-AV, creative pro, IT, and general utility industries. They have over 1,000 different solutions made from vacuum-formed plastics, rational-molded plastics, wood, sewn, and EVA materials. Leveraging their expertise in case design and manufacturing, Gator has a complete OEM division that works with leading companies around the world to engineer and create custom cases for original equipment manufacturers. For more information, visit GatorFrameworks.com product provided in exchange for promotional consideration i'm al john go co-host of the disney list podcast as heard on sorcerer radio as well as skull rock podcast here with my wife Kristen. hello hello you are an earmarked agent who books disney travel vacations for people all the time give our listeners a reason why they would want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves
0: Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over a hundred times. So they've got that knowledge at their hand as well as it saves them time and money.
1: Where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next Disney cruise, Disney park trip, adventures by Disney?
0: They can contact me at theme parks and cruises at gmail.com. I'm Kristen Hetzel, vacation planner, world traveler, Disney foodie, and theme park fan.
1: I'm Al John Goh. I'm the husband who's also Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel Comics fan. And together, we host a Disney List
0: podcast. Every week you'll hear us list our favorite things about Disney theme parks, films, shows, travel, Marvel, and Star Wars in a top 10 list, rankings, and more.
1: That's an impressive list. Subscribe to the Disney List podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. You can even stream us on Source Radio at srsounds.com and check out our live shows on Facebook. The Disney List podcast. Visit the Okay, so
0: let's All start three. with the Big
2: Bang Burrata. What did you think about that one? Very good. Excellent portion size. Oh good. Large serving of mushroom burrata grilled artichoke hearts, arugula, sunflower seeds. Um, it was very good. Uh, I didn't really get much artichoke heart on the plate, but I, you know, the burrata was good. So that's, that's, that's really all that matters. Yep. Yeah. Um, then we had the Neptune tartare. I cannot have crackers. So this is served with uh it's a yellowfin tuna, yuzu ginger, miso, soy, avocado, radish, apple, and sesame crackers. I didn't have crackers because they were not gluten-free. But the tuna itself was really delicious. The sauce was really good. Um, and then my mom had this space green salad. So I ended up taking some lettuce out of that salad and making little lettuce wraps with the tuna. Oh nice. Which was delicious. It was so good. Um I love tuna tartar. We They used to have that tuna, the, the um, poke tuna at the Trader Sam's here. Yeah. That they got rid of. But we would like order six of those at the table and like that was my oh, favorite no, thing ever. Oh they got rid of it? Oh yeah, it's been gone for a long time now. But we used to go specifically for that and yeah. this was very reminiscent of that. Yeah, it's been a while since good. I've
0: ordered food when I've been there. Yeah. But I did like that yeah. when they had that on the menu. It was good.
2: It was really good. Missed that. Um, and then the space creams, the, the, was a bib lettuce, dried cranberries, roasted pears, spicy cans, and apple cider dressing. It was really good. Actually. I was surprised. I like apple cider dressing. Milk. Me too. Me too. Especially with the pecans and the pears. It was really good. Very it fall. Felt fall. fall. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Perfect for this time of year. Definitely. I wonder if they will make slight changes to some of these things, um, as the seasons change, because, you know, like you said, that is a very fall, fall ingredients with that.
2: Yeah. Well, it's a team a group restaurant, So, I mean, they tend to, to change their menus pretty regularly. So I guess we'll see when, maybe when the new year comes around, I don't think they're getting any updates for Christmas. So. Oh yeah. So your star courses. Horse, we had the slow rotation short rib with a brainy short rib, cheddar grits, bacon, haricot vert. Um, really good. Really, really good. Falls apart, tender beef. It was great. The grits were good. And really everything on that plate was good. It um, sounds good. I like short yeah. ribs. Yeah, so do I. They're so always I.
0: if if it just falls off the bone, it's then you're you know it's good and, and you're yes, gonna be exactly. like happy and have one of the best dishes you can have
2: yeah definitely definitely Uh, mom had the florida red snapper san marzano tomato broth fingerling potatoes broccolini and sicilian tapenade it was one of the best fish dishes i've ever had on on site it was very good very good uh the fish was flaky it was the broth was good just a great piece of fish um no complaints that's that says a lot um, when you say
0: one of the best that you've had on site. That, yeah, that says a yeah. lot about
2: about that dish. Yeah, it was it was good. And I tend to eat a lot of fish when I'm in Orlando, so it was good. Um, I had the eight ounce fillet with Cabernet butter, potato leek croquette. Did not come with this because I ordered broccolini instead because I wasn't sure if I could have this. Um, and then haricot vert, uh, not weakest dish on the table. Steak was cold, which was oh, upsetting. No. How did you order but it? The brocc- I ordered it medium. Okay. Because um, I was sharing with mom, she doesn't like her meat to be bloody. So I made sure it was going to be cooked, but it was it was not even room temperature. It was cold. That's um, like a- But the broccolini and the haircut, which is just a green bean, uh, were both delicious. I don't know what kind of sauce is on the bottom of that plate because it doesn't say here, but it was very good. Um, but yeah, the steak being cold was a little disappointing. Yeah, they also serve this room temperature tap water with no ice. And then we're kind of outraged when we asked for ice, which was a little weird because it was like 90 degrees, but <laughs> it is what it is. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it sounds it's so funny because that makes me
0: think of like my first trip to Europe back in the nineties, because they they're not known for putting ice in their no. beverages. And so, but you don't expect that anywhere in the, the United States, Especially and I get supposed Orlando. to be going into space and all, but they don't have weird. ice in
2: space. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was weird. It was weird, but it worked out. It was fine. <laughs> um, we also tried with our dinner. We tried the uh, where is it? Atmos Spritz, New Ooh. Amsterdam, Aperol, Blood Orange, Prosecco, Any Cloud, which was tooth achingly sweet. Oh. Um, I didn't love it. It Mom sounds didn't good, love it. but
0: that's it. Also, you don't expect it to be super sweet either. Like, it just doesn't sound like no, something that should be.
2: Yeah. I felt like, cause like even just a regular Aperol spritz doesn't.
1: We lost cat.
2: Uh-oh. Or because I had a syrup in it. I don't know what it was. It was tasty for like two drinks. And then after that, it was like, do I need to get a root canal? I'm gone.
1: <laughs> you're good. Oh? You're good now. Okay.
2: You're, you're good now. Oh. Ah, okay. Um, It was good for, like, two drinks, and then afterwards it was like, do I need to have a root canal? It's not great anymore. Um, What's left? Desserts? Oh,
0: desserts, yes.
2: Yes. Okay. So for Supernova Sweets, Mom had gelato, vanilla, and chocolate. Dad had sorbet, uh, just mango. And I ordered the chocolate cheesecake, which the server told us was the most popular dessert on the menu. Um, It was not good. (gasps) Oh no. It was not good. Um, the, the gelato and the sorbet were both spectacular. The cheesecake had a very weird aftertaste to it. We each had like a little bite of it. And then I put my fork down and went, something's not right. And we just left it at that, um, which is a little disappointing, to like, be honest. Aftertaste that um, they used an
0: artificial sweetener in it? It was or... like
2: sour. Oh which I was like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's what they use to flavor it. I don't know. I don't know. But I was like, we had like a little, and then I was done with it because I wasn't sure what was going on. It was very weird.
0: Yeah, because you shouldn't have sour with chocolate. No,
2: no, not at all. Yeah. So, uh, but the other two desserts were really good. Um, And maybe it was just an off day for that particular choice. But I, yeah, we didn't. It sounds like it it had gone, but like, what you would expect if the cheese was going bad or if it had been left out for too long or like left out and then put back in the fridge and then taken out again. I don't know. It was very strange. It was weird. Uh, I didn't feel like taking any chances. Uh-huh. Um, so. Which is but, always the best way to be. Don't, don't Yeah. Don't, we're not doing that. Not on vacation.
0: No. Cause I've, I've eaten something that I thought I shouldn't have. And then, yeah, no,
2: never a no. good idea um overall i would say i give it like an eight out of ten service is great everyone was really kind um the kids around us seem to be having the time of their lives there was a little boy as of astronaut which was hysterical Aww. um yeah you know it was the place settings were really cool they have like special looking forks and knives like all the cutlery was really like spacey and the plates were spacey and the cups were cool. and Really, everything was, like, very cool to look at. I don't know that I would go again unless they changed the menu significantly. Yeah. But uh I would like to to just, like, hang out in the lounge for a minute because the lounge menu is so different from the dinner and the lunch menu. Yeah. Um, But overall, I think we had a, a, a good time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can't complain. There were some, some questionable things, but other than that, it was... Well, I look yeah. forward to going.
0: Yeah, I mean it. Definitely, it. It also sounds like, like you said, you've sh- seen the boy dressed as an astronaut with the Kennedy Space Center being nearby. Yeah, I bet you get a lot. You'll find a lot of boys really being interested because boys typically. Are more into space and that kind of stuff than girls are. Hey, but Kat. I'm sure, sure. you see some girls. Hey, but hey, yeah
1: hey Kat was, was the little boy wearing the mission space NASA little fuzzy helmet, the the med outfit that they no. sell there. Now I was just no. curious because it's right there no. for heaven's sake. It know? was
2: like straight up a Halloween costume. Oh,
1: straight up Halloween. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. It was yeah, a Halloween yeah, Express was like, special.
2: Yeah. Full but, on helmet, plastic helmet, like in it.
0: I could see parents like making sure that they get that reservation for their kids that are into all that space stuff.
2: Oh, yeah. And, like, the kids' drinks come in, like, little spaceship-shaped glasses. That's cute. Which was... So it was adorable. It was adorable. And, like, we... Obviously, we didn't get it, but one of the kids' drinks has, like, pop rocks in it, and they were, like, trying to explain to these kids that don't pour the pop rocks in the cup. Like, (laughs) uh, it was, like, trying to explain science to like a little kid who like was super excited about pop rocks which is hysterical <laughs> to listen to but kind of like herding cats into a bag <laughs> so, but it was it looked like they look like they're having a great time so like who cares you know exactly but yeah it, it, I, eight out of 10, Eight out of ten thankful that we got the reservation because mom got it like very last minute we were, we both were kind of stalking the the site for last minute you have minute to you have to <laughs>
0: If you yeah. can't get what you want, like that's the only way. And you never know when you're gonna get something that it's normally so doesn't open up. So
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it was good. I I I if you have kids going into space, I would say definitely do it. Definitely. And in an
0: upcoming episode, we're gonna talk about Steakhouse Seventy One. Because you word, also went it was there. Really good which I can't wait to talk about. I know we're going to be doing that with Tony Caslanova from Disney parks podcast, because he already has uh, dined there as well. So he
2: hey, wants to come it. on the Tony's show. Gonna and
0: he, he's going to be coming on and doing a few different shows with us, but that's one of them that we will be doing very soon. Yeah. Well, we hope you Excited enjoyed that one. today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and click the notification bell. You can find us on Anchor or any of the other amazing podcasting platforms. If you'd like to support the show and do more than give us those thumbs up and shares, you can donate to us on Anchor for as little as 99 cents or as much as nine ninety nine a month, you can also support us by going to diningatdisney.com and you can shop our links. We've got Amazon, the Disney store, and Garden Grocer there that you can shop. Kat, do you want to tell everybody where they can find us
2: on social media? absolutely you can find me on instagram at catastrophe at c-a-t underscore a-s-t-r-o-p-h-e as for dining at disney you can check out dining at disney.com and follow us on our social media facebook instagram twitter and youtube for all your disney universal and cruise travel you can contact kristen at theme parks and cruises at gmail.com for your free quote and to book uh <laughs> make sure to check out some other great podcasts including the disney list with Kristen and al john wdw park hoppers with park hopper john and park hopper sid disney parks podcast with tony and john skull rock podcast with al john and dave bossert and my podcast eat the pictures for facebook fun join our friends at disney dorks and the sorcerer radio fun zone
0: and until next time i'm Kristen, and with me Ms. cat Bon appetit.
1: The information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners. Skull Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. Do you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions and more, the all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney?